Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What is going on, Commanders fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Believe in Commander show. And we are just a few days away from a big matchup, NFC East matchup, a little get back on the schneid, get on the right side of things for the Commanders as they visit the Philadelphia Eagles, who are 3-0 up there at Lincoln Financial Field. It's going to be an exciting, exciting weekend. Washington comes in eight-point underdogs to this matchup. We're going to talk all things about this game, what do the Commanders need to do to get some upsets, uh, who needs to step up in this game. But first and foremost, let's hear from the absolutely amazing Brian Murphy. My man, how are you doing? I'm good. Yeah. Division matchup uh, early in the season like this, it's it's pretty key uh, to try to pull off the upset here. So we'll talk a little bit about that. But uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Last time the, the commanders were in Philadelphia, they pulled off a big Monday night upset. Maybe they can work a little magic this time around, too. They're going to need some of that same recipe to make things happen in this game because they're going up a really up, to, up against a really tough opponent. I mean, I, yep. that's no secret to anybody in the league. Frankly, coming off of this matchup that they just had last week against the Bills, I think it's extremely important that they get off to a fast start. But before we start talking about that too much, I want to make sure that we get to talking about our sponsors, the good folks over there at BetOnline. BetOnline.ag, that's where you're going to get your number one source for all your sports betting needs, folks. You got football, you got baseball, you got basketball. The list goes on and on and on. I bet they got cricket. I know they got esports, Olympics, UFC, you name it. They got it over there. And what do they have for those new users, Brian? Let them know. Yeah, use our code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for a 50% welcome bonus. That means you go in, you put $100 in, you use our code, you get $50 back. That's free money, son. So go use that code if it's your first time. Uh, like Anthony mentioned, you can bet on all the sports, player props, all that good stuff. And they even have card games so uh, and casino games. So go check all that out at betonline.ag. We appreciate those guys for always bringing you the show. Yes, indeed. BetOnline is where the game starts and where the game is going to start this upcoming Sunday for the commanders is, is out there in Philadelphia uh, on enemy turf first division matchup of the year. And I mean, frankly, it's, it's important that they get off to a a quick start against this team. Can't come out slow uh, because Philly is going to be hungry and they're going to have their ears pinned back ready to attack. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we just saw them on Monday Night Football against the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, and both those those offensive lines and those defensive lines in Philly are pretty nasty. Uh, they basically took the UGA defensive line from a couple years back with Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter, who is is I think a lot of people's early bet at Bet Online to to win the Defensive Rookie of the Year. He's just kind of making plays all over the place, and we know what that offensive line brings to the table. They've been a solid offensive line for it feels like the better part of what a decade. I mean, Jason, however long Jason Kelsey has been there is how long that uh, offensive line has been really good. So it starts up front and and we know the commanders have had issues on their offensive line. We know what their defensive line can be. And I think it's really going to be a big matchup. Who wins both of those battles for how this game turns out? It really does. And so let's just dive right into it. First things first, we got some keys to victory, the commander keys, if you will. And you talked about controlling the line of scrimmage. My first thing is the time of possession. And frankly, mm-hmm. it goes both ways. And, and our offenses, uh, Washington's offensive line versus 
that Philly's defensive line and vice versa will help determine it. So the last time Washington took this trip up to Philly, they held the ball for 40 minutes. 40 minutes. It's a 60-minute football game. Yeah. Folks, so two-thirds two of the time. <laughs> for y'all folks that are fast with math, two-thirds <laughs> of the time those guys had the football. And right. if you want to beat this Philadelphia Eagles team, you're going to have to have something similar. Maybe it doesn't get to 40 minutes, but you got to make sure you win that time of possession. Yeah, that leads right into mine, and that's Brian Robinson. I think he's a huge part of winning that time of possession battle, and he was a huge part of that uh, that upset last year. I think you got to feed him early and feed him often, which last week they fed him early. They just didn't feed him often. He only got 10 carries, and I know you started to get down by a little bit, but um, he had 70 yards. We talked about it in the wrap-up show of the Buffalo game. He was averaging seven yards a carry. I'll take that any day of the week. So I think a heavy dose of Brian Robinson and hopefully setting up a deep shot or two to Terry McLaurin, kind of like last year, uh, I think is a huge part of it. And so, yeah, winning that time of possession and and Brian Robinson are, are I think they go hand in hand, and I think it's going to be vital if the Commanders are going to you know stick in this game. It, it really is, and the thing is, you're looking at a point to where you one you have an offensive coordinator in Eric Bieniemy who is not known for running the ball. I mean, you look back at time at Kansas City, they had less rushing yards than they did in Washington last year. So coming in here thinking he's going to run the ball a lot. That isn't what the expectation was, but that doesn't mean that he can't adjust and learn on the fly. Mm -hmm. And this is what I really expect this to be is, is about adjustments and self-scout and being able to say, hey, we got a guy that can run it for six, seven yards of carry. We should probably stay in that mode to give ourselves into second and third uh, and short, you know, favorable positions. You see how Philly does it and they go with that tush push. Uh, Washington should find a way to stay ahead of those chains. And it's going to make it a lot easier on Sam Howell and the rest of this offense to operate. And last week, after the success we saw in Denver with the screen game, I, I don't really remember a screen called uh, last week. And I, maybe there was. I just I, it wasn't effective. But I think that the screen game can be an extension of that run game. You're absolutely right. Eric Bieniemy is not known for running the ball. He never really had a running back. He always had the quarterback. He had the tight end. He had a, a, a crazy playmaker and wide receiver with Tyreek Hill for a little bit. But he never had that running back. But you're absolutely right. He can he can still run the ball and be effective. That doesn't mean that, that he's not able to. And I think that screen games that could be huge too. It's kind of like an extension of the run game. You get a completion, keep the clock running, hopefully get six, seven, eight yards and maybe bust one for 10 plus. So uh, yeah, I, I really, you know, we could end it with time of possession, but I think there are so many ways that the commanders can attack this. And um, I think you're absolutely right um, in bringing up Eric Bieniemy because I think he's a huge part of that. And I think that yeah. what he's what he sends out there to Sam Howell is going to be huge in whether or not they do win that battle. It's 100% the truth. Um, number two for me, we're going to focus more on the defensive side, is you need to make Philly one-dimensional. And which dimension is that? Through the air. You got to make yeah. those guys lead with the pass. Now, they have weapons outside. A.J. Mm -hmm. Brown cannot be uh, forgotten about. Devontae Smith cannot be forgotten about. Richard Sherman himself said Devontae Smith is the one who got him to go ahead and retire. So the game, the, those guys are nice. He's got a Heisman for a reason. A.J. Brown got a bag for a reason. But when you're looking at this offense, and then you got Dallas Goddard in at the tight end position as well, 
this offense wants to run the ball. They're going to lead with the run. Yes, they have a lot of RPOs and things of that nature, but if you can lean on your defensive line the same way Philly leads on theirs and ask more of this defensive line, John Allen, Deron Payne, and crew, you guys have to stop this run and not let Philly get to second and third and short to where they can easily go into this tush-push mode and push it across for a first down. Make those guys make a tough decision when it's third and six, right? Mm-hmm. Make you make a play on a slant, BSJ versus Antonio Brown, maybe a, a Kendall Fuller or Emmanuel Forbes lining up across from the Devontae Smith. These are the matchups that you're going to have to win one-on-one to make sure that this Philly offense punts the ball back to your offense led by Sam Howell. Yeah, I think I saw a quote that John Allen said it, it started with the defensive line. They were they were flat out a, a non-factor last week, and and I, I think they have to be a factor. Uh, for as much as we talk about the Eagles offensive line, for as much as we started to talk about the Eagles defensive line with their their playmakers and young playmakers, Washington should have the advantage when it comes to the defensive line versus offensive line. I know the the tush push is getting a lot of notoriety and it's an effective play, but yeah. that the, the Washington defensive line this at this point in those guys' careers with four defensive, uh, you know, four first round picks, guys that you know in Two Hill and Smith Williams, uh, John Ridgeway, guys that have had starting and valuable experience. They got to establish themselves, and that's got to be huge. And you're absolutely right. You know, whether it is take away the run, whether it is make Jalen Hurts, you know, throw the ball around, or whether it is, you know, lock up on those receivers and make them run the ball, whatever it is, the defensive line has to be a factor. They were not last week, and, and this team paid dearly. And so uh, they, they got to they gotta earn their keep this week, and this is a big one, and this is in the division. Uh, it's kind of like those, those college games. You know, you drop an out-of-conference game. You hate to lose a game, any game. But then you go into a conference game and it almost means double. So you, this, the, these guys have got to, you know, whatever it takes, fi- get themselves fired up. Watch the headlines of everybody saying the Eagles have the better defensive line, that sort of thing. But get fired up and make a play and, and, and make something happen because you're good enough. Yeah. And, and when you think about it as well, you're going up against another quarterback that is able to run. Uh, with his legs, okay, yeah. obviously not, not with his arms, but you got guys that can extend plays. Russell Wilson was able to do it. Josh Allen did it with some success against Washington last week, and now you got Jalen Hurts, who's dangerous with the RPOs, uh, read options, and he can extend plays with his legs. So you have to be sound with your pass rush here. He's going to get the ball out quickly. He wants to get the ball to his receivers and to his playmakers in a favorable position. Uh, and, and you got to be able to match up, Jamin Davis. You got to be able to spy, just like he did last year, quickly fly to Jalen Hurts and make him make decisions and throw the ball away, ideally. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And and last year, uh, you know, in that game, and you can't you can't expect the same scenario. You can't accept expect the same uh plays to happen but but washington forced what was it three four turnovers um you know i'd love a game-changing turnover too i don't know that you can expect four turnovers again this year um mm-hmm. with jalen hurts another year just kind of more comfortable um but but for something make a game-changing play um whether it be one of those young defensive backs you know winning uh, a one-on-one like you said against aj brown or Devonte smith uh, whatever it is get a game-changing play get one and see where, where you can go from there. Yes. It, when you look at the stats from last year's game as well, they only got to Jalen Hurts one time, but they also had one interception on him as well. So you're going to really have to be patient and understand that you may not get to this guy. 
gets the ball out mm-hmm. quickly. All right. So, hey, if you get that one sack, you got to make sure you take that chance. If the ball comes your way, you got to make sure you take that chance as well and come up with it. Um, third thing for me is develop a counterpunch. Now, I, I write this because it speaks offensively and def- uh, defensively, because I feel that if you come into this offense and you do not have a plan for this pass rush based on what you just came out of against Buffalo, and I mean chipping with running backs, chipping with tight ends, a couple of new formations that maybe put some people up there on the edge similar to what Buffalo did to slow down those defensive ends and give your tackle some help, then frankly, you're really missing missing the point of this whole thing. Yeah. Do some scouting and develop a counterpunch. Have a plan in place. I already believe that Eric Bieniemy is going to make great adjustments on the fly, but you got to make sure you walk in with something that's going to work and give your guys a chance to be successful because Lord knows this Philly defensive front, they're probably sitting back there saying they got nine on them last week. They probably think they can get 12 or more. So yeah. don't let that happen. Right. And if if they get off to a slow start, it, let's say it's 14 nothing, God forbid. Let's say it's even 10 nothing. You know the Eagles are going to pin their ears back, knowing the commanders are going to have to throw a little bit more than they want to. Hopefully, uh, you know you're right they need they need to to move the pocket around whether you know get get something going a little bit different that that kind of gets those guys off balance make them think a little bit before they're just firing off on Sam Howell you're absolutely yeah. right that that was inexcusable last week whether it was you know Sam Howell holding the ball too long offensive line play calling i think it was a little bit of everything uh, but that can't happen this week or it's going to get ugly and it's going to get ugly really really fast uh, not just in this game but for this season yeah you got to be sound against this defense so you have to be sound and, and you know, sitting back a few days removed from the matchup on Sunday against the Bills. I'm thankful that this loss happened against the Bills. And I'm thankful that it happened for this exact reason, because it's going to show what you're made of as a team. Right. Mm-hmm. You come into that game. 2-0, and riding high, got your chest puffed out a little bit, but your big brother kind of pushed you and mushed you in the face. Got you got you a little dirty on the playground. So now you got to look at your tape. You got to be able to say, hey, you know what? We didn't do A, B, and C correct. We're going to rise our game up to this next level because I promise you, Philly is not going to say mercy. Nick Sirianni's probably already told his team, hey, the record is 70-72. Why don't we go for that? So these other cats did it last week. So I wouldn't be surprised if Nick Sirianni is trying to fire his guys up. You got to come in here and understand they will disrespect you if you let them. So well, a game. Well, and last year's Commanders win in Philly was our was the biggest win. I mean, it ended the 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 Eagles, you know, perfect season at that point. Uh, I think it was Jalen Hurts' only regular season loss last year. Um, so yeah, you got to think that they've kind of circled it. A team like the Eagles. They don't really need that bulletin board material, but you know that they're going to be a little more motivated. You know that's in the back of their mind that they got punched in the face in on Monday Night Football last year. And you're right, they they they're they've got to be licking their chops, seeing what Buffalo did, um, and 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 hoping to put up you know 35 on you in the first half. Hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully the Commanders also have some big boys in their locker room who who don't want to be disrespected again and come out yeah. there and put up a fight. But um, the way things have gone, you know, from last week at least, the way things went last week, it, it doesn't make you feel real good about the Commanders. But that's why they play the game. I mean, nobody's giving the Commanders a shot in this one. Uh, but uh, that's why you play the game. That's why you go out there. That's why you're an eight-point underdog. Use that to your advantage and and, you know, put some respect on your own name. Yeah, you know that this is 
this is a game where it's about making adjustments and getting back to it and get back to work. Yeah, you wouldn't be in this league if you couldn't have success and, and beat somebody, but it's not easy to win on that road, man. Philly's a tough place, um, and, and that crowd is going to be rocking. They might be throwing some things, so please keep your head on a swivel. Um, yeah. Philly, Philly gets a little raucous, man. Philly gets raucous. That's that's the one game that you don't really let your family go to. You're just like, no, you can stay home. You can watch this one on TV. Yeah, it might be that uh, it's kind of like in high school football where you always keep your helmet on the sideline. It might be one of those games. Everybody just kind of pay attention. Just, just no, keep your eyes out. That's 100% the truth. Because when I played against Philly, the time that we had Donovan McNabb, it was his homecoming, first return to Philly, on the on the bulletin board in the locker room, it said, please wear your helmet entering and exiting the field. Fans throw stuff. I thought it was a little funny. I go do my warm up and I got my headphones in and everything. And out of nowhere, bam, I get hit in the head and my ears ringing. My earbud falls out. And I'm thinking these fans are already throwing some. Uh, oh. Lo and behold, I turn around. It was Santana Moss. He was trying <laughs> to get my attention. He threw a ball my way, and Frank, he didn't have the best accuracy, but that day he oh. hit me right on the ear, and I, I really thought I, I thought I was deaf in one ear, to, to tell the truth. Sometimes it's your own people, man. They come and get yeah. you out of nowhere. Yeah, uh, maybe Coach Shanahan, <laughs> maybe Coach Shanahan should have drawn up a little like wide receiver pass if his accuracy was that good that day. So, well, he did throw one later on in the year to Brandon Banks. That's Actually, right. Bra- that's Banks right. Banks threw it to him. Banks threw yeah, it to him. Yeah, to Santana. That's right. Against yeah. the Patriots. Yeah. 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 Remembering that stuff. Yeah, it's a it's a sickness or a good thing. I don't know which, but yeah, the 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 Commanders, uh, you know, eight point dogs. Uh, you you kind of have to understand where Vegas is coming from. The way that they got knocked around a little bit by the Buffalo Bills kind of brought back down to earth after that two and zero start. But the Commanders can't afford, like you've you've said so many times, to to start off slow uh, yeah. against this team. Uh, you know, you saw it against Buffalo. It, it's not Russell Wilson. No offense. It's not the Arizona Cardinals. No offense to those guys. You cannot start slow against these elite teams because uh, you look up and all of a sudden it's twenty four nothing. You know what I mean? So uh, oh, yeah. they cannot afford that, especially in this division matchup. And if we be if we being real, and you look back at it, I say it's not as bad as you think, it's not as good as you think. That defense had Buffalo or held Buffalo to sixteen points, yeah, one through three quarters. So it was still it was a two three score game, but it was two touchdowns and a field goal away, right? So you really weren't that far off. The fourth quarter things got out of hand. You know the the wagon broke loose from the from the stirrups and and everything from there. So that that that's what was so frustrating about the lack of Brian Robinson. And I and I I know the game gets away and you kind of have to throw, especially against Josh Allen. But you were only quote unquote only down sixteen nothing. And I know it felt like nothing was going right on offense, but you run the ball a little bit more. Maybe you keep Buffalo a little you know, hesitant and you're able to take a shot. I agree yeah. with you. I, I don't think that it was fully out of reach. I just think they kept shooting themselves in the foot. And so hopefully they're able to correct some of that. And if they do, you know, God forbid, we're talking about getting off to a slow start or not getting off to a slow start, but hopefully if they do get down, you know, maybe it's seven, maybe it's 10, you still can run the ball and be effective and keep your offense. You don't have to all of a sudden go into two minute mode, you know, in the middle of the third quarter. So uh, yeah. I'm with you there. I, I think that there were chances there. It just, it kind of was one of those days where everything just kept, kept, you know, piling on to itself. Also, the thing I want to bring up is I want to see some, some improvement. You know, I think the 
Philly is is favored, and if I had to pick, you know, I'd probably stick with Philly as well. I just think that the Commanders, um, just at this point in the season, don't feel like they're ready to go into Philly to pull off an upset. However, I want to see improvement because all of a sudden you turn around and you play again in four days, and you mm-hmm. can't be licking your wounds and you can't be, you know, you know, up in your up in arms about this loss. You know, should you lose to Philly with the the Bears coming to town, a team that you absolutely should beat, but you can't take Justin Fields lightly. So you just we talked about it with Buffalo. We can't you can't let it snowball, and you can't afford to let that happen here with a big stretch coming up like like they have. Yeah, there's a tough stretch for this squad, and you don't you don't want to look ahead. You don't want to get thinking and circling dates, but you got you know focus on what you got here. But like I said before, this this is a perfect game to kind of get back going on the right track uh, before you have a couple of tough matchups, and then have to see Philly here in a few weeks as well. Right. So out of the next like what three or four upcoming games, I'd love to see them get a couple wins out of it. If they can sneak a third one out of three next three uh, next four games. And I think that you got to be happy with where you're at with that team, you know, sitting at probably what a five and two type of a type of a play out. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, this is not an easy draw. And, you know, I think with a little bit of self-scouting and a little bit of accountability and honesty with yourself, you, you come up with something. You definitely come up with something. I want to I ask you this request, quick question. Who's one player offensively or defensively that you think needs to show up uh, to make this a win for the commanders? Well, I think that it's been talked about a little bit, and I think they need to get him more involved. But I think Jahan Dotson is and and will and should play a part in this game. I think that he is a weapon that they just haven't tapped into yet. Um, I think that's coming. I think that that will establish establish itself. But he's the kind of guy that can make a game changing play. Um, you know, I think back to uh, the Giants game on Sunday Night Football last year. I mean, they could not guard him for the last month of the season. I think he's just got to kind of get in that rhythm with Sam Howe, but also with Eric Bieniemy. And I think uh, this would be a great spot for him to break out against the division opponent. You got to think that the Eagles know about Brian Robinson. They know that he's their main runner. They know about Terry McLaurin. I think that opens up a, a spot for a, a Jahan Dotson to sneak in there and have a couple of big plays. So I think he'll be huge on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, I would love to see Jahan Dotson get going. Um, I mean, that guy is is a really, really talented receiver. He's got some playmaking ability to him. And plus, he's from New Jersey. So he's going to have some fam in the building, yeah. make that short trip over, uh, get this guy cooking, get him going early. Uh, for me, it's an entire unit. It's the offensive line, all right? It's the offensive line. O-linemen are prideful guy, And being able to look at your quarterback getting hit nine times, that should really punch you in the gut. And you yeah. should say, you know what? This ain't going to happen again, at least not on my watch, all right? Not on my watch. I do expect Eric Bieniemy and crew to have some chipping from tight ends, Logan Thomas, Brian Robson, Antonio Gibson, whoever else lines up in there. Uh, I expect they're going to give some help to those tackles. But as a group, as a whole, they should walk in here saying, hey, we don't want our quarterback to get touched. Not one bit. You're going up against, like you said, the 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 Georgia Bulldogs Hall of Fame right now uh, across <laughs> his defensive line. Make sure these guys are quiet and don't get to make an impact. Okay, bring your mo- bring your mood to the Nick Gates. He's going to bring that attitude uh, that that everybody's going to build behind, and and you really got to show up because the O line is going to determine what this team does this week. Yeah, take some. I mean, you have you're you've allowed the most sacks in the league, uh, and everybody is you know probably picking up the Eagles' defense if they can in fantasy, and everybody's probably betting the over whatever the number is 
uh, of sacks, but show some pride. Nick Gates, I agree with you. He knows these NFC East ba uh, battles. He, he came from the Giants. I'm sure he hates the Eagles just as much as the guys on the Commanders. So go mm -hmm. show that. Go be nasty and go set the tone. Uh, no excuse. And I, I think you could say the same thing for the defensive line. Go out there and pop some of those guys around a little bit. Make Jalen Hurts uncomfortable and, and show why you guys are are – arguably you know coming into the season one of the best units in the league and you should be um go out there and show that in, in a huge game you know it's a lot going on for this team there's a lot to cover and, and a few boxes to check but ultimately it comes down to fundamentals you always got to block and tackle uh and, and if the washington does this it will give them the best chance to stay in this game uh right. seeing some patience from from eric Bieniemy and not any sort of panic to quickly get back to throwing the rock. Hey, if you're down by seven, that's cool. We'll still hand that sucker off to eight and make things happen that way. Um, so that's what our top three things are, folks. Must win that time of possession. Make Philly one-dimensional, and you got to do some self-scouting to develop a counter punch. Okay, so those are the three things that we got for you. But what? Where can these folks check us out on all the social platforms? Hey, find us on Believe Commanders on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all that good stuff. We're always posting videos. You can also find our entire show on our YouTube page. There's all kinds of different places that you can watch, listen, uh, tune in radio, literally tune in at Tune In Radio, Sirius Stadium, all your favorite streaming platforms, Fubo TV. I heard we're on in airports too. So you can check yeah. us out all over the place, whether you're taking off for the game or uh, you're just at home getting ready, licking your chops for another big Sunday in the NFL. Yes, and shout out to the good folks over there at Bet Online. Use our code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Get that 50% welcome bonus for all your newbies, all your first-time uh, visitors over there to Bet Online. Uh, and, and I want to say thanks to all the folks that tune in every week, uh, every episode for us. We really do appreciate that. means Absolutely. a lot that you spend a little bit of time with Anthony Armstrong and Brian Murphy uh, in your headphones and your speakers uh, over there in your crew. All right, you guys be good, and we'll talk to you hopefully after a big upset win again for the second straight year in Philly. Uh, until then, uh, as AAA always says, set the standard and be good. We'll talk to you next time. Be easy. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.